Fuck. <laughs> Demonetized. <laughs> We're not even monetized. Not yet. We're gonna get there. I mean, I hope so. Yeah. Welcome back to another Insert Going to Join episode. My name is Jake. I'm Jack. And I am still pissed. Yeah? Yeah. Because I had a very passionate uh, rant. rant, we can call it, about how I felt about The Last of Us Part 2. But it got deleted. Yep. It actually didn't even get deleted. I was going to say, it never existed it, it, in the first place. It never existed after a minute 55 of that po- that episode that we tried to record, which is why we are now recording on iMovie. Hi. Because fuck the web browser form. And here we go with an hour-long episode. Ooh, I don't know about an hour long. Uh, okay. I mean, <laughs> we will start and we will see where we end up. That's very yeah. fair. We have an so, hour. So, we have about an hour. And the best part about this, Wretch, is that you don't actually have to redo this whole episode. You get to. This is this is fair. Cause let's let's be honest. Off the web browser, the web browser gave us gives us thirty minutes yes. to get through a topic. Which on the one hand, okay. But it's us. But it's us. <laughs> when we and get we passionate ramble. I ramble. I know I do. If I get passionate, I fucking ramble. And I keep going. I don't okay. stop. That's fair. That's fine. Especially when I feel really strongly about something. So. Do you know what I'm talking about, Jay? I know what you're talking about. I, in fact, know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking I about. <laughs> I appreciate so much that the fact, like, the two of you got real quiet to do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just knowing the sensitivity on that microphone. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's no I camera, use... but we got really close to the mic. I use one of those mics for just, like, being in party and stuff on PlayStation, and I do that shit all. It really irritates me, though, when you do Uh, that. I I hear everything. I mean, total sidebar for this, but uh, I am looking into getting more equipment for us, so that will include uh, pee poppers for the microphones. Ooh, Uh, pee poppers. I like the sound of that. So that hopefully I fucking... By peas, you're talking about penis, right? (sighs) How long did that take? Two minutes and 16 seconds to talk about dick. So that they won't be so crisp anytime we say our S's or P's into the microphone. That's fair. I'm like, that's um, my P. <laughs> slap his penis. I said this earlier. I meant suck, but oh. yeah, you were half right. Off recording. I'm going to punch one of you in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And... Suck off the other, so <laughs> you two can fight over who's gonna get what. I will say the same thing I said then. You can punch me in the throat because I jerk off to the pain later. <laughs> so you ain't getting around it. <laughs> Yanking around it. Uh, um, yep. You, you're pulling my chain. <laughs> Spaghetti chain. Spaghetti chain. <laughs> oh. Eddie Hoozle. Yeah. Fellas. Yeah. How is The Last of Us 2? Because I know nothing about it. You don't know anything? Have you, have you ever played the first one? I never did, no. It was even free on PlayStation. I never downloaded it. That is the most heartbreaking thing I've ever heard in my life. I know. <laughs> I know. I watched you play it like when you initially got it, and I was like, okay. Yeah? Like, it was fucking cool. It was like it was cool to watch, but it was like... It is. It's probably, obviously, a way better experience to play the game. But well, I you know, never, because did. you feel it. Right. Yeah. So much more. Right. But if we can go back further, you guys used to watch me play Uncharted games, so it's like 
Yeah. He used to watch you play Uncharted games. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was pre-our friendship. That, no, it was, well... That was BJ before Jack. I am both proud of and hate this moment. That's okay. <laughs> I live for those moments, those in-between moments, you know what I'm saying? It's a very... I want to make you happy, but I was kind of... I'm not going to lie, you, you kind of, like, took me off my element there. I'd actually, like, I had a brain fade. For about ten seconds, I, I had checked out mentally. <laughs> I could tell, I could tell. Because I looked at you like... Oh, okay. <laughs> I just... I got it, like, ten seconds later as you were saying that. But, yeah, um... Uncharted, the guys who made Uncharted made The Last of Us, so that's why you kind of get similarities between the two of them. And, um, oh, God. The mental where do you, anguish, you want to start, I guess, should be the, uh... Well, I'll start exactly where, you know, I started in a lost recording. Um, the last five hours of The Last of Us. Right. Four, four to f- yeah. three to five hours. The yeah. epilogue of... The epilogue of fluff that I just didn't need in my life. <sighs> like... But, like I said, put it this way, like, there were three separate times I thought that game was going to end, and it just didn't. Right. It's, it's kind of like... It's kind of like being at the end of your joint, you know? Being at the end of smoking it, and then just, like, all of a sudden, a half joint appears in your hand. That's what it feels like. Oh, right. Because then you're sitting there like this, and you're like, but I'm already high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already high. What the fuck? Okay. You have to do this, though. You have yeah. to do this in order to fucking finish. You, you can't. have to finish this other half joint that right. just, uh, magically appears. You can't just leave half a joint, like, unsmoked. You know what right. I mean? Right. No, I actually, in fact, do not know what you mean, but I'm going <laughs> to let both of you keep rolling with Jake, this. Jake does, definitely. <laughs> I'm not as much of a connoisseur as Jake, but I get the I get the urgency, so it's right. it's obvious. You know, I get it, especially when you're the one paying for it. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway, yeah, the last uh, the last five four five hours of that game, I I remember specifically the last five hours I played. I definitely stayed up till like three four o'clock in the morning trying to get to the end because I was I knew what was going to happen if I stopped playing it that night. I'd have woke up the next day and played another half an hour, and that would be the end. But that half hour didn't end. <laughs> it just didn't end. That just reminded me. I don't know why that reminded me of fucking uh, your own trip. When a dude's like, I watched a gay porno once. I didn't know it's about halfway through. The girls never came. The girls never came! <laughs> Oh, it's like that. <laughs> I was not prepared for this trip. It's just, it just never, that's what it was. Like honestly, like I, I, I powered through that game, like, cause I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be real for like the following days, the, up to a week after I that game, the following week after that game released, I got it the day of, and I'm like, this game is my life now. I don't want anybody to talk to me. <laughs> like, I'm shutting myself in my in my room. I'm playing this game, and I don't want to hear anything from anybody. Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, actually, I, was say, I actually thought about getting a hold of you for something, and I was like, oh, wait a minute, no, <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bug him. He wants to do this, so like, I, I actually like let you do that. It was probably the most. I appreciate that, but it was probably the most strenuous like week of my life. Because um, aside from the periodic like Facebook update that you posted, oh like, yeah, you yeah. were. I was pretty. Absent. You were not. 
with the world. I like, wasn't. <laughs> Honestly, like, there was three or four posts I put up about The Last of Us, and in between those, there's nothing else. No. Like, <laughs> I, I could probably no memes. go to your page right now and scroll, and there's just a section of, uh, Jake's, mi- or Jake, Rich is missing. Yeah. yeah like, there's, <laughs> there's, like, days where I didn't post anything. I was present, trust me. Probably looking at memes, you know, but. In moderation. Yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. When, I, when I wasn't playing it, the last one. Which was every waking minute. I was going right. to say, in between crying sessions. Like, yeah. Yeah. That game did, like, wrench my heartstrings. Um, but for the record, because since we are about to get into this, like, for real. For real, Spoiler warnings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the game's been out long enough. If you haven't played it, we're sorry. If also, in- what are you doing? If you intend to play it, leave. Yes, now. leave now. Come back after you've played it. Because we're going to get into the thick of it. Yeah, it's if if the last <clears throat> lost episode is any indication, this whole episode's gonna be filled with like basically the entire plot line of the game. And our rage. And specifically the loss of my patience with The Last of Us Part Two. So let's 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 let's, let's like start back the end of the first one. Okay. Okay. Uh, end of the first one, you find out well, you knew through the whole game that the whole the first one, the whole game is you taking Ellie across the country, across this wasteland of America now that's ravaged with these, you know, these these fungus infested, mindless zombies, infected whatever, uh, called cordyceps, which is actually a real thing. A real thing. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. The yeah, fungus yeah. in The Last of Us is actually well, it's based on a real thing. It's actually right. found in ants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it, it does a lot of the same thing that in the game, it, it, it takes control of the mind of the ant, forces them to, you know, do these erratic, this erratic behavior, and then it basically, like, deforms the ant into this pile of fungus that basically trans, it forces the ant to go to the top of a, a blade of grass or whatever, and then it blows up. Awesome. Um, and the spores can spread for miles. Like, that's, that's what this fungus does. That's fucking metal. Now, yeah. Now, it's not nearly... The ant is still conscious. Yeah. The ant still knows all of this until the bitter end. Like, it's... It just has no control over right. its own body anymore. It's zombified the ant to the point where it doesn't have control over its own actions. Oh, that's fucking brutal. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, that's... What What a hell, right? Like, yeah, dude. Jesus. I don't envy that at all. You could write a whole metal album on that. On right. That right. I probably heard a metal album about that. <laughs> so like, it's probably already done it. It's probably, probably already done, yeah. Say. But, um... You know, it... it it never affected humans because it's too small. You know what I mean? It's, right. it's just far too. It's, it doesn't match with our anatomy well enough. Well, in the game it does. In this game it does, and that's what the premise of the first one is. Now, in the end of the first one, if you haven't played that one, get away now. I don't know how the fuck. Where have you been the last seven years? I mean, Jesus Christ, what rock you've been hiding under? Right. Please, because then tell me so I can crush myself with all the agony that I've felt over the past <laughs> ten years. But no, like. You get to the end of the first one, you find out that the only way they're going to be able to synthesize this vaccine from Ellie's anatomy, because she's immune, is to kill her. Well, Joel does not like this. I'm going to stop pounding the table. I apologize. <laughs> uh, Joel does not like this, so he kills everybody in the hospital and takes Ellie. Well, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a really, it, honestly, the end of that game was probably the most anticipatory ending I've ever seen, because you knew there was going to be a sequel. Right. Like at the very end, like I like I said in the last recording, that it's lost forever now. I'm gonna keep pulling that up because it just fuels you my rage. <laughs> at the end of the first one, 
they get back to the community that Joel is Joel's brother is a part of or the leader of in Jackson, Wyoming, and he's and you know Ellie asks him what she told me about the firefly because when when he pulls her out, she's unconscious still from the sur- from the surgery they were about to perform. Right. So she doesn't have she has no idea what happened. Okay. And you know she basically asks you know were you telling me the truth about the fireflies? And he says yeah I swear. And she says okay. And then cliffhanger credits roll. So it's like, oh my god, I have to play the second game. Seven years later, now that we finally got it. It's funny that you say that. Like, you tell me what the truth about the fireflies? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. <laughs> well. Yeah. The biggest. Yeah. Like honestly, like I was like, dude, okay. And then like over the years, as early as 2016, we heard that there was going to be another game, and it just kept going and going and going over the years. It's like Jesus, I really want another Last of Us, please. Finally, they announce it. Finally, it gets delayed two times, and then we finally get it. And I'm just so fucking tired. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can tell. I can tell you're like mentally exhausted. I'm mentally drained because this is the second. First of all, this is the second time I had to explain this, and I was mentally drained the first time. Like, oh, but mental passion. So the the second game starts off. You're like five years ahead from the end of the first one. And you're you know Ellie's a 19 year old girl. She's like in this budding romance with Dina, you know, this other girl. Right. Um, and I want to drive home this point, too, that kiss, though. <laughs> like We, in the last... Uh, yeah, in, in the last recording... In the we, last recording, we touched on the graphics and how incredible they are. Yeah, it, it was actually... Because it was actually highlighted by another uh, journalist, I think, another gaming journalist that said it was actually the one time in gaming that you could see an actual emotion-filled kiss on a game. Like, that was pretty significant to me. So, you know, you're going through this whole thing, and, you know, everything's fine. Everything's good. And, you know, you're, you're thriving in this community of Jackson. But, lo and behold, this uh, this one diabolical bitch named Abby right. and her group of friends who were... This cat is misbehaving. Anyway, uh, her, her, this diabolical bitch named Abby and her group of friends that have traveled from Seattle to exact revenge on the man that has killed, uh, yeah, I don't know, all the fireflies. <laughs> um, Basically wiped out an entire faction. Yeah, yeah. Um, almost. Goddamn. Uh, and killed their, you know, leader of that, you know, section of, of the fireflies. Uh, they basically hunt him down. Spoilers. They kill him. Joel is dead. They torture him. They, yeah. They, it's not pretty. And honestly, like. How did they kill him exactly? Well, well first, well, first they kneecapped him. Yeah, first they they like, need they. I they, think they, I was just like quick to the point. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that's that's what happened. I mean, honestly, at first they it was like you know you kind of feel like it was an instance where like Joel and his brother Tommy saved Abby from getting fucking killed by like a horde of infected. Right. And then she takes them back to the group. There they find out who they are. Okay. And then Abby kneecaps him with a shotgun. They beat Tommy unconscious, and then they tie him up, and basically beat him to death with the golf club. Abby does. Wow. Yeah. And Ellie comes in, tries to save him. Obviously doesn't. It's super overpowered because it's her versus eight. Eight people, yeah. And, like, the killing blow happens in front of her pretty much. Because he's still alive when she finds out what's going on. And, you know, she gets on this revenge-filled, like, <clears throat> bloodlust tour of, like... This cat is ridiculous. Um, Just ignore her. Okay. Well... She goes on this blood-filled, like, revenge fest, basically. And 
the whole game. It doesn't. This is one of the things. This is. And I'm glad I can. We're doing this again in in part because it doesn't show anything that happened between the time that you leave Jackson to find this group to when you arrive in Seattle to kill this group. <laughs> okay, we're talking about from Jackson, Wyoming, right to Seattle, Washington. Right. This whole thing here, nothing. Except for, like, some journal entries that you can look at. That you wrote along the way. Yeah, like, okay. The the main thing about The Last of Us, the first one, was that you're literally traveling across the country. And you see different places. You start in Boston, you go to Philadelphia, then there's, like, a huge gap where you don't see anything in, like, the Midwest. But you end up in Colorado, and then you go to Wyoming, and then you go to Salt Lake City. So you're, like, you're in a a vast number of different... In this one, you're kind of pigeonholed, for the most part, in Seattle. Right. Which, okay, I'd be okay with, because the game is actually really good. You know, you hunt down all these people. Uh, The one you beat to death with a lead pipe after she, like, breathes in spores and shit. And it's, like, it's a a visceral game. The hyper-violence in it is incredible. Like, I'm not kidding, like I said in the first episode when I touched on it briefly of this podcast, where a guy was rounding a corner, and I had my revolver equipped. And I, I got so scared by the fact that he showed up instantly that I just snapshotted him right like in the ch- right above his heart. And blood just sprayed everywhere. I'm surprised it didn't get on my character. Like, that's how much there was. I mean, it may have if you had panned the camera around. I mean, maybe. But, yeah, it, it, it blood sprayed everywhere. It was dripping down the front of his chest. He was, like, dead standing up. Gurgling. Gurgling blood, yes. Yes, gurgling blood. It was crazy. Like... It's it's got it's that it's that violent to where I'm not joking when I say this. I work, well, I can't say where it is because you in know retail in retail because they don't want me to say stuff on social media, whatever. So, I feel that pain. Yeah. Well, I work at a store that in the electronics <clears throat> department of a store that sells video games, obviously, and I have actually had to stop parents from buying a game, buying this game for their children. Not really stop them, but. I've actually felt the need to warn yeah. against it. I've actually had the need to warn. I'm like, this is not your typical M-rated game. <laughs> like, this isn't like Grand Theft Auto where they just cuss a lot and you see a little bit of blood. This is like a really graphic, violent game. I mean, the creators paid incredible attention to detail. Oh yeah, the audio is the biggest <clears throat> thing. I think death sounds, uh, audio and visual, because yeah. Um, I actually was watching Jacksepticeye play it on YouTube at one point, because he is big when it comes to audio and visual for video games. Mm -hmm. And there was a scene, the girl with the handheld. Oh, yeah, yeah. I want to say, I think it was that one. Yeah. Where, again, it's another brutally graphic murder essentially basically it is it's not even like a kill well yeah but she she did ellie was acting in self-defense because she wasn't going to do it initially she wasn't and that's fair when she turned and tried to take tried to get get one over on her that's when she you know knifes her yeah knifes Um, knifes her the neck like destroys the neck that's how bad it is okay Uh, i'm I'm talking go on But I was just going to mention, like, as far as detail, attention to detail goes, like, the blood that is coming out of this stab victim, when it touches water on the scene, it dilutes. Yeah. No shit. Like, it is 
incredible. Like that is, those are details that you don't need to put. You can just put like a pool of blood. Nobody's going to pay attention. Right. Yeah, like everybody else does. You know. Right. <laughs> right. But no, like the f- you can see it start to swirl with the water, mm-hmm. and it like goes from like a deep red to more of a pink, and like it transitions like they paid attention to detail we're talking like Fuck the yeah. way it bubbles up on the edges of the pool and stuff like that they did that kind of stuff like yeah. it's aerated and everything else it's it's incredible the way that you like look around a room and like the light that spills in from outside and you can see dust particles mm-hmm. depending on how your camera is angled like incredible attention to detail yeah. and you're gonna buy a game like this for your child yeah don't do that. How old are they? How old are they? How old are we talking here? Right. Like, oh, they first, were like, let me ask. Like, yeah, they, because if we're talking, you know, a six-year-old, uh, you should probably get them, like, Fortnite. They were probably, like, 10 or 11. Yeah. Oh, was, no way, then. Yeah, they, no. They, they, no, they, they got the Fortnite. That's yeah. what I, I basically, I didn't tell them, I didn't tell the parent that, but I was like, are, are you positive that you want them playing this game? Yeah, why not? I'm like, it's a survival horror game, so number one, it's pretty scary, and also on top of that, the violence is crazy. Like, I think he just said, yeah, that's the truth. <laughs> like, <laughs> like no, you you don't you don't buy this game for a ten or eleven year old. Like, and that's me, someone who played violent video games as a kid, right. is saying that. Like, <laughs> I think that this game, if I would have played it at ten years old, I might have been scarred. That's it's nightmares. Yeah, honestly, it's PTSD in a game. Like, like, and like I said before, the horror element is much better than the first one. The first one, I got scared. I got uneasy a couple times. Like there was a point where I'm in this. I'm alone in this one basement type deal. It's black as night. And I can't see anything. And there's like, I don't know, seven or eight different like infected people around me and stuff, and I can't see them. That's like a norm in this second game. There are at least eight, nine instances I can think of off the top of my head. You're in that situation in the game, and there's a new, there's new infected in this one too. Gross oh, ones. Shit. Okay, cool. Yeah, gross ones. There's some called stalkers, and they like to hide behind things. And you can tell they're there, but you can't do anything about it because they don't show themselves. Uh. Yeah. And then when you turn just slightly, they pop out and try to run at you. Ah. Yeah. So it's like Jesus God. And then there's shamblers who are like these disgusting, massive, deformed things. That if they get too close to you, they can spray acid, pretty much. Right. I thought it was spores. No, it's acid. Oh, neat. Yeah, yeah they can't. No, none of them can spray spores. I don't think. Good to know. Well, I don't know, but you know. But um, where was I about the original point of this whole thing? Well, you know, yeah, the first, the first three days, or the, the the whole game takes place over three days. First, from Ellie's point of view, where she's going through killing these friends of Abby's, trying to get to her, then to. It leads all the way up to the point where they go back to the theater that they're at, or that they've made home for the time being, and they decide that since Dina is pregnant, because, ooh, you know, she is. um, Which was a plot twist in the game at one point. We would have assumed that she was bit by the way they were leading into it, and then all of a sudden they're like... I think I'm pregnant. Uh, Because Dina wasn't always with Ellie. She was with a character named Jesse. We touched on this in the Lost episode. episode. God, that fucking Lost episode. (laughs) Yeah, his untimely demise. His very swift downfall, Jesse's was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that guy. Like, literally, second. Oh, yeah. 
Because like what he, he was brained him about, right in the brain. Seriously, <laughs> like he was talking about like all the shit they were gonna do like after all that sort of thing. Yeah, like, like he's like, oh yeah, we're just gonna go home and like. Call well, because I mean, he like, was real jazzed to like get home and tell his folks that he was gonna be a dad, and like, yeah. it was gonna be a weird love triangle because so obviously Dina and Ellie were a thing. Right. But I assume he would have been involved in the upbringing of his child because right. Dina and him were a thing before Dina and Ellie. Hence, Dina being pregnant. Well, not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> Jesse They're is dead. literally having this heartfelt, warm conversation because they were going to forego they were gonna, the, they were gonna leave the Abby revenge alone. plot. They were she was the last one. Yeah, they were going to let bygones be got bygones. Like, you know what? Screw this bitch. Like, she did well, us like, dirty, but... But Dina was the more important thing at the time. Right. Okay, she's pregnant. She's not handling it very well. We need to get her medical attention. Get her home. And then they suddenly hear a scuffle happening. They run to find out what's ha- like what's going on. Open the door and just yeah. Before you even <laughs> before you even see Abby. Before you even before anything yeah. happens. Before you know what's going on, just Jesse's brains on the door. Yeah. Like <laughs> I was. It was honestly, and like I said, I I expected Joel's death because that was kind of like the biggest leak of the fucking thing that Joel was gonna die. Okay. Almost even expected, probably. Right. And I knew it was coming, and I was mad, but I'm like, okay, I get it, I'm pissed off, I'm hurt, but let's soldier on. Jesse's hit me more because I didn't expect that to happen to him. Oh, yeah, I can see that, I can see that. When they were having the heartfelt moment. Yeah, that's what you said, they had the heartfelt moment, it was like... Like, it was, a, it was an obvious, that, you know, this things like that never play out. Yeah. Right. But not that swift. Yeah, not that... Not that. <laughs> And so violently like that. Right. Just like rip so him away. He literally didn't see what hit him. Like No. There was no time to see what hit him. Yeah. Like it was like before your eyes can adjust to the light as you break through a door, you're done. Yeah. You walked yeah. into the light. Literally. <laughs> literally you walk through the light. He opened through that door and all of a sudden he's like, Oh hi God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or Satan, I, you know, yeah, I mean, well, who knows where he went, but he won. ain't with us no more. He's not, rest, rest in peace, Jesse. But, um, yeah, so then at that point, you know, it cuts off, and then you go through the same three days you just went through as, as, Ellie, as Ellie, but you do it with Abby now. Uh, now, Abby is built like a brick shit house. Is she? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's, she's buff, dude. Cool. She's... Yeah. More peck than breast. Oh, yeah. Honestly. Uh, it's and not even to sound weird, but it's the truth. Like, she looks ah. like a bodybuilder. No shit. I mean, there's a scene in there where they show you their training facility, and it's not surprising that she looks that way. No, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a whole straight-up, like, globo gym, pretty much, dude. Like, okay. <laughs> but, um... Good honor, man. Gains in the apocalypse, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, Can't yeah. Keep them going. To maintain that stuff. But then oh, it's like... Gain train... Didn't stop. <laughs> it probably started as soon as she was born. Actually, she probably came out. She probably came out of the womb doing leg presses. <laughs> leg pressed her mom like, immediately. Yeah, as an doing infant. squats. Like That's how she got out. Like to, <laughs> to kick was probably. She was doing ball sits one day, then slipped out. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Enough euphemisms about childbirth. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Jesus. T-Lu-Chu. 64% of our listeners are female. I want you to keep that in mind. Uh-huh. <laughs> 100% of them are on Spotify. Thanks, Anchor, for those dynamic stats. Love it. But anyway, 
the whole point of going through those three days as Abby is to show you that she also has a life too. She's got people that, oh, she, yeah, that yeah. she is also human. Right, that she's right. also human. And I praise Naughty Dog for doing that because I'm like, okay, now you're making me like initially I wanted to just kill this bitch. Like I wanted her dead. Mm. But then you're showing me, okay, now I, I want understand her head on a pike. Right. And that didn't change my attitude really by the end of it, but I understood where the game was going with it. Now you find out that Abby is actually the daughter of the surgeon that was going to perform the surgery on Ellie to save, to get a vaccine and save, like, millions of lives. What a twist. Yes. So, well, the real twist is that was never a viable option, but we can save that for another op- episode. <laughs> I just, it, I just thought of something. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because now you're freaking me out. But anyway. I, I, I found information on the game after the fact that I just remembered... But there was no choice. Like, what they were trying to do in the first game yeah. never would have saved humanity. It doesn't work that way. Right. So we'll revisit that in another episode. Okay. So, you power through the next three days as this Abby chick, finding out that her friends are dying. Left and right. Left and right. Don't know why. Thank you, Ellie and Tommy. Yes. Um, which makes Manny's uh, demise, the one, that one was awesome. Yeah. That one was cool. <laughs> I mean, murder is never okay, people. Just putting <laughs> that out there. But game-wise, that was probably that one was of the, so nuts. Like it was insane, <laughs> and it was actually one of the more satisfying things when I found out who it was. Because it's so ambiguous the way you find out that Tommy's killing these people. Mm-hmm. Like you run across as Abby, you run across Manny, which is one of the people in the group that you know killed Joel, and. He's talking about, oh, my whole team got killed by the sniper. And you don't know who it is because the sniper's clearly far off. But you find out that he's pretty good and shit. And they actually have a banner back and forth. Like, this guy's pretty fucking good. And they finally get up to him. And he locks himself in a restaurant. In this mall or whatever. This this shopping mall. And as you're trying to flank him, you're trying to be quiet about it and go around. It's a cutscene where Abby and Manny start to pull up this door. And they couldn't get it. And the camera pans around. And as soon as you can see behind Manny, you see Tommy just come out and blast this fucker's brains out. I'm talking like bolt action rifle just straight up and just all of this explodes <laughs> out the front of his head. And it was like the greatest like, shot kill ever. Covered in oh his yeah. Blood. Like sick. It's awesome. Like I'm gonna have to look, I'm gonna have to try to find the YouTube clip to show you that. That's yeah. actually, it's worth noting. And um you know, that's when you don't know what you still don't know with Tommy though, because it's he's like off in the distance kind of. And then when you go try to find him in the restaurant when you finally get in, that's when you get in like this cutscene where there's a scuffle and then you find out it's him and you know, you don't kill him obviously, but you throw him over the edge of this railing and into the water and you just leave. But you know, it's like she somehow find I can't remember how, but she somehow finds out that the, the theater is where you're all at, Abby does. And then that leads up to her going into the theater, finding all this out, stopping Tommy, this and that, and killing Jesse. That's where the timelines kind of like, you know, can you know converge right there. And I'm thinking this is the end game. Like this is it. This is the end of the game. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're done here. No, it, it, I'm still Abby, and my goal. This is what I didn't like about. This is one of the things I didn't like about the game. Was at the start of where you like started like not liking. 
the yeah, th- this this is about right where I was like, okay. It's essentially the climax of the entire game, and you're not playing as Ellie. You're, you're playing, playing as, as Abby. Abby. Oh. And you're trying to, to kill, kill Ellie. Ellie or avoid being killed yourself. Okay. I was thrown off by that because I'm like, no, I don't want this. I want to be Ellie. I want to kill this person. Obviously. That's what this whole game myself. has been about. Right. So she then. Well, I'm sorry, but we mentioned in the lost episode, which is now driving me insane. It's yeah. See, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a cascading effect. It it's is bullshit. <laughs> getting around, but it's contagious. You might. Say. Um, shit. Where was I going with this now? Because now I'm just angry. Uh, um, the game should have ended far before it did because epilogue. Oh, the Abby thing. It should have been a DLC. Yeah, Abby's story should have been a DLC. DLC. It did not need to add that much fluff to the game, even though I understood why they did it. But in my opinion, that's like making a really unlikable character into a likable character. They tried. They tried to do it. But I, and I'm sure, and the way it seems, a lot of other people felt the same thing. Because they were so dead set ready on trying to kill Abby, that they were just like, dude, I don't need all of this. I don't need you to show me how much of a, a human being that Abby could be. And like you said, right. she was not the greatest human being. She was not. Like, yeah, I was just she about to even... say, like, when you play through her story, because again, good on Naughty Dog for, like, reminding us these people are also human. Right. They have their own lives. They had all their own experiences. It's good. It's a good idea. Not However, right, yeah, no. Abby as a character was a piece of shit. Yes. Like <laughs> she was. I I don't really know how else to she that was home. and you know we briefly touched on it is it you know the way she was brought up because her her dad seemed to be a very altruistic He's, person. Right, he was a very compassionate person. You see so that when he saved the, the zebra and the barbed wire type yes. deal. So so was it more her upbringing or was it the surroundings in which she was raised? We will never know. Yeah. But she is a shit person no and you see that through the love triangle that she's involved in with yeah with owen Owen and and uh, mel yeah that's her name um which i'm gonna be honest with you this is gonna be totally dude talking i probably would (laughs) have taken abby over mel oh for sure mel just didn't look like a very well put together character i guess like not not like physically she's someone tried to like build a girl like spare parts or yeah almost kind of yeah that's how i felt about it i'm like she just doesn't look like a very realistic I don't know. Is there something about her kind of put me off? Like, I mean, be like a Frankenstein woman? No, <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't she wasn't say that. that bad. No, she wasn't that bad. It was just, it just seemed like physically, a physical wise, it just didn't seem like she was very. I'll say it. She was ugly. <laughs> She's just ugly. Like, <laughs> say ugly as fuck. Well, I'm glad you said it because I wasn't gonna say it. It's hit. Listen, I mean, okay. So to each their own. Everybody right, has their own yeah, preferences. You got preferences but as far didn't... as I'm concerned, not my glass of whiskey. Because <laughs> I don't drink tea, she's not the whiskey that I want. Like, <laughs> well, okay, that... she's a glass of tea. Abby's a shot of whiskey, a whiskey neat. Quite literally, because goddamn, was she strong? <laughs> and Ellie's more like a whiskey sour. Yeah, like... I could see that. But Ellie was like, you know, she was kind of easy on the eyes. I guess she was kind of like she's a likable character. She was definitely gruff. Like, you know what I mean? But she could also the reason why everybody liked Ellie was that like she was she was a tough person when she needed to be, yeah. but she also had a soul, mm. and empathy, 
and she wasn't yes. an absolute trash human being. Yes. And Abby displayed none of that. <laughs> like, she was just a basic one-person wrecking machine. That's what you get from, from Abby, a one-person wrecking machine. And okay. I, I like that idea, but at least have that person have some sort of empathy, some sort of <clears throat> human compassionate side. And she wasn't really compassionate the entire time. I mean, there's maybe like two or three instances where she's talking to people in their settlement community in that stadium in, in Washington, or in Seattle, which I think might actually be where the Seattle Seahawks play, which is really cool that they did that. Yeah. That there's actually my guess. There's actual landmarks <laughs> and shit like that. That's, that's pretty cool. Like, um, I don't know. I just... I think what what would have what would have made me like Abby a little bit more, maybe would have would have changed my mind about like trying to kill her, if she felt somewhat bad about all the shit she's done, culminating in killing Joel. If and she would have felt some sort of emotion where she's like, you know, where is this actually getting me? What am I actually solving here? If she would have questioned herself once during that whole thing, I probably would have been like, you know, you might be a redeemable character. You might be. But she was like, no, kill. Every Man, single time, bad. every yeah. single time it was brought up that Joel, what happened to Joel, well, he got what he deserved. I, what, what do you want me to do with that? It, wasn't, it wasn't until, like, the third, fourth, fifth hour of the epilogue. <laughs> yeah, where you finally are, where like... Where she finally starts to have a turnaround, and she becomes... Right, but... Because even, she's, she's with, uh, Seraphite? Yeah. they were called? Uh, or the, Scar? The, the boy's name is Lev... Yeah, she... And he was like a he was like a scar that was like disgraced. Yes, because he cut his hair or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shaved his head. Shaved or his head. That was head. the thing. Because I don't remember. If... Okay, I'm gonna be real with you. <laughs> I think that's one it was of the a trans things, character. That's one of the things people got in a huff about because there was a transgender character in it. And I think uh, it, I think they were talking about Lev because I don't know if it's it was 2020. Ever... People get over it. it they was exist. About Lev. They're in games. Fuck off. Yes. Like if you have I a problem with it. I didn't know that. I didn't know it was like a trans character. That's interesting. I know that's cool. Well, then they also had there was also like speculation on whether or not Abby was a trans character too because of her build. Oh. Yeah, and there was like she had specific features that was like okay, well she kind of seems like she might have masculine, you know traits like is she juicing well yeah that's honestly like <laughs> i'm gonna be real with you. i'm not shitting you like she was built like a brick shit house like i i noted like as soon as i started playing abby i was like my god her shoulders are broader than mine like i'm gonna google search this woman yeah i mean let me see what abby looks like right but she didn't have any sort of redemption arc she didn't until like, the epilogue part of it. Until, like, the very end. And even <clears throat> then... Even then, it, they, it wasn't I really, explored. It, well, even then, I didn't feel like she was doing enough. Because, like, when... The, you know, you, you cut her down from, like... Where these bandits are holding up all the people where they just leave them. You know, they, they're holding them up on the beach on, like, pikes and stuff like that. Well, she tried them. to escape, so that was her punishment. Yeah, she tried to escape, so her punishment was to be stuck on a pike, pretty much, and tied there all day and all night and everything else. Basically, so she died, I assume. Mm-hmm. Her and the boy, and I'm like, fucking a, she is jacked. She is jacked, <laughs> dude. She looks like she can bench like yeah, she's us, us all together collectively. Like she's, she's just like really, she's intimidating. But I didn't mind it. I was like, okay, you know, that's cool. I like that. That's an intimidating feature that you want on the antagonist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, right. And it was accentuated by the fact that she nearly beat Ellie and Dina to death. Like. She damn near bludgeoned. Bare them. hands. Bare hands almost, almost kills them. them both. Yeah. So, her entire redemption arc, to me, was shot down when, you know, they, they try to go, they, they, 
She cut uh, Ellie cuts down the two of them, and then they go walk to the boats that are sitting on the shore. And as uh, Abby is carrying Lev, because Lev's almost damn near dead, mm-hmm. as Abby's carrying Lev to the boat, Ellie walks to the other one, and then as she walks to the other one, Ellie gets a flashback of like one of the last conversations I think she had with Joel or whatever. I think it might have been it. She she gets a flashback at some point of like him basically being you know. It might have been the flashback where he was, like, all messed up. Just before he died? Yeah. It might have been that flashback. <clears throat> and then she she turns around and says, hey, we're doing this. And, you know, when you hear... I would expect Abby to say something like, I don't want to do that anymore. Or, you know... Or even apologize. Or say something... Express some kind of emotion. The all, fucking all she really says thing, is, I won't fight you. Yeah. All and she really El- says is, I'm not doing this. And Ellie goes, yes, you fucking yes, are. Yes, you are. <laughs> and then it, you know, they go on to a fight, and basically it culminates in you whooping her ass, and then almost damn near drowning her. You know, I'm mashing the button to drown her, and then at the last second she just lets her up. And that's it. Which is frustrating because... That's when you of, walk away to like a fucking empty house. And you walk away yes. to the empty house where Dina finally... Because before you left on that five-hour fluff journey for the end of the fucking game... Uh, Dina says, you know, because they have the kid and they're raising it and everything else. Dina basically says, I'm not doing this. If you leave, I'm not going to be here when you get back. And then she wasn't. Dina's, Dina's like, we, we know what you're going to have to go through here. Like, we're, we're, we're done yeah. with this game. Well, at least we are. You're not yet. Right. That was basically <laughs> Dina saying, you need to stop before the player has to be subjected to five more hours of shit. And I'm just like... Meanwhile, Rich just sitting here with a fucking tape on his eyelid. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Four o'clock in the morning, dude! He's like, I, I gotta fucking work tomorrow, but I wanna finish this shit. I gotta finish this fucking game! And it's just like, the, like I said, the half hour never ended, dude. It just kept going. <laughs> I'm fighting like 70 fucking infected and then like 100 bandits. I'm like, dude, why do I have to do all this? Yeah, like, what's I, the purpose? What on the, the coast of California. Of yeah, in Santa Barbara, California. That's where you end up meeting uh, Abby in the la- at the last time where that fight takes place. And then, like, you know, it's like I said in the last episode, dude. It would have been a lot more worth it or climactic had you had Ellie kill Abby and then come home to an empty house and realize, okay, well, this just cost me everything that I am. Right. Yeah. But she lets her go. But she lets her go. Goes home to nothing. To nothing. So what did you actually accomplish? Now... Should imagine the walk home for Ali reality. Well, yeah. And then she pretty much leaves all the shit that she had. Like, she gets home and there's all her stuff that's left. Yeah. Like, just her stuff because Dina took everything else plus the kid and gone. Right. Why the fuck does Ali have pockets? She took everything. Yeah. (laughs) And so she goes through the house and there's nothing there and, like, there's just the one room with her stuff all neatly packed away. And she looks at it all. I think there's a moment with the guitar. Yeah, she plays guitar, and you, it's cool that you can actually play that though. Like you actually can well, do the chords. And, yeah. I know. Oh, cool. Um, and then she there's a point where Abby leaves all her fingers. stuff, and just the end of the game is her walking back into the woods from the house with nothing. But there is the one redeemable quality about that ending, though, was that was that when she was actually sitting there with the guitar, she did have the flashback of that last night with Joel. Mm-hmm. where well I, I kind of missed the whole thing at some point during the flashbacks we're gonna get that motorcycle again yeah, we apologize it. Yeah. it was very warm in here so we opened some windows and oh, this microphone be... is very sensitive he's going, going the other way he's going the Thank other way Christ. 
So, <laughs> so at some point during the flashback, because you go through like flashback scenes and everything else with as Ellie with Joel, you know, over the years, and at one point he actually does reveal the truth about what happened with the fireflies, and she stops talking to him for I don't know how long, and they never really quite got back on track. Joel and Ellie did. So at one point. The last flashback, and then the last part, the last like right before the game ends, the last flashback is Ellie visiting Joel at his house as he's playing guitar on the on the porch, and they start talking, and she basically says, you know, he tries to explain, and he's you know he's he's like you know he's like I understand what you're, how you're feeling, I know, and I I, I don't know, I think he said something along the lines of if I go back and do everything again, I wouldn't have changed a thing, because he saved her life, obviously, right, and. She basically told him that I wanted my life or my death to mean something, and you took that from me, and blah, blah, blah. And she says, she ends it with, I don't know if I can ever forgive you, but I'm going to try. And he starts to cry. And I cried. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. Like, I, I really did. I'm like, oh, fuck. Because then that means, like, that's like <clears throat> the night before, I think that was pretty much the night before they saw each other last, before he died. Right. And I'm like, she never got that opportunity. <laughs> Yeah. Fuck That's what got me the most at the end. But he's right. After that, you're like, oh, fuck, dude. That sucks. You know, I'm sitting there, I got tears rolling down my face. <laughs> and then, like, she just strolls off into the woods. I'm presuming she went back to Jackson. Uh, it doesn't I actually don't say. I think so. No. I, I personally feel like she let all that go. Because what is she going to do if she goes back to Jackson? I- yeah, because the conversation with Tommy didn't go well the last time they had The it. conversation with Tommy didn't go well. Dina stood up for her. Then and she, she left had, anyway. Then she left Dina anyway. And then Dina left her. And I'm assuming Dina went back to Jackson. Yeah, probably, because she had family there still. So she's not going to be welcome at Jackson. Probably not. Especially if she goes back and tells Tommy that, um, I yeah, I could have killed her, right. but I let her go. So, what I got from it is... She threw away her life for a revenge mission she, that didn't, she didn't complete. Fulfill. And who knows where her journey is going to take her next, but it isn't home. Right. Maybe that's the moral of the story that you can do anything you want in our, if, if you try to have a hateful, spiteful attitude towards anything and you take it too far. Maybe there's a point where you it's too late for you to, you know, I don't know. I don't know. See, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, I don't know I what message. Like fucking redeem yourself. Right. Like, I don't know what message is trying to give me if you if you have all of that lead up to where it's such a mixed message, dude. <laughs> like, I I feel like the point it was trying to get across is something along the lines of you know pick your battles. I understand that. Like, you know, but I also don't get the whole revenge twist if you're not going to go through with it, and then you still lose everything in the end. Like. She didn't. She didn't get the message from the universe in time. That's... I didn't know that Allie actually went into the woods to pick some berries because she's probably hungry. You're thinking about the forest, aren't you? No. Oh. But we're playing that. I know. Again. This weekend. With Trenton. Thanks Be for ready, Trent. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, this has been a longer. It has been longer, but Podcast. that's because I have more freedom we, of movement. Yes, it was needed. we had a lot to unpack here. I had a lot. Rich had a lot to unpack here. <laughs> I, got, I didn't get as passionate as the last episode, but it was still passionate. Because I still don't get it. I, I still don't... 
it's just a lemon you're not really going to sell me. I'm sorry. Like I, like I said, I would have been much better off had she gone through the whole thing, then killed Abby, mostly because I hate Abby, but also because... Well, I mean, and we didn't really touch on it on this recording, and comment to us, tell us if you want us to continue with this topic. We will happily revisit it. No, I won't. No, I won't. <laughs> no he won't. Not happily, for fuck's well, sake. Well, all right. I mean, well, first okay, <laughs> first of all, anything The Last of Us is not meant to be a good time. It's not meant to be happy. It's not meant to be. But we will revisit this passionate project. Um... Because we're looking at about 50 minutes here. Yeah. yeah. So, if you have gone through this entire recording, thank you. Thank you for staying. sticking with us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ. We're the real MVP out here. Mm. But, I don't know. I mean, if there was a way for you to respond to us. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure there is. Out of everything, what would you guys rate the game? I'm still going to give it a 9 out of 10. Yeah. I'm still going to give it... Because... Visual wise, auditory wise, it's incredible. I love the graphics. I love I love the sound design, honestly. Um, I'll give it an extra little bit of a score for creativity because they actually introduced the new infected and yeah, that's those I was, were I was terrifying. Happy to, I was happy to hear about those. There was actually also an actual boss fight. Yay! Like, yeah, I love boss fights. The so Rat much. King. Did you see that one? Oh, that yeah. is a tw- the Rat King they called it. I think cool. This is it's twisted, gnarly, oh, dude. Twisted like... amalgamation of like a bunch of infected. Like there's some stalkers mixed in with it, and oh, like God. just oh my fuck. The death animations. Did you see the death animations, sir? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The death animations. That I am. Alone. I am with you on this journey. Like okay. we. <laughs> Did you see what happened when you, when you got killed by the Rat King? Now, like how you died. I don't think I actually saw that one. We're gonna go look that up. I, so the only way I can explain <laughs> it is like Abby gets her straight neck broken, twisted, and I did see that the one. Fuck out. Yeah, like, awesome. Yeah, the death animation in that was game is awesome. Fucking gross. And oh, it's you brutal. can see like the flesh and actual, the tendons tear yeah. out like when things bite you. Yep. We gotta, actual. We gotta load this up. Man. Yeah. We gotta actual, take like a, like a half hour hiatus to watch some goofy shit. <laughs> oh yeah, I won't. We'll do it right shit. now. But um, no, yeah, it's. It's a great game. I still give it 9 out of 10. The writing is good. The writing's great. I love the storytelling. It's classic, you know, Naughty Dog. Um, it's a Naughty Dog. Yeah, I, I, just, naughty. I just feel like the execution could have been better. Yeah, really towards do. the end at least? Yeah, we're towards the end. Especially towards the end. Especially towards Again, the end. Again, give us Ellie's story as primary game. Right. Abby should have been a DLC. It should have been a DLC after the fact when wonder, we've because that would have been in my opinion that would have hit home a lot more. I, I wonder I, if the devs like maybe thought about doing that as a DLC, but instead decided to put it in the game because of the fact of like, well, maybe if we did wait for a DLC for this, maybe people won't pick it up. Maybe it might be too late. Well, yeah, you know but saying? but see, here's the thing, and, and it'll, it'll it's a complete parallel to the first game. The left behind the left behind DLC was spectacularly done because of the fact it wasn't included in the original game. Right, because it showed it, it. There was two parts to it. There's two. There's two storylines that DLC. It showed a part of the game that you didn't see in the original game, when when Joel falls onto that rebar or whatever out in the college and gets his shit split open. After that, you don't see him. In the in the game, you just see Ellie and you assume that he might be dead. But then you know she, you find out he's not, and that's when he wakes up and goes on his fucking tear to try to find Ellie <clears throat> after she's been captured. But in the Left Behind DLC, it shows you what happened directly after that. 
and what it, what led to Ellie being infected or bitten and her best friend being bitten. So it was like it was a parallel of it, and it was awesome. I loved it. Everybody loved it. If you would have used that DLC now, kept Abby's story out, left it, kept it as a DLC. After you've already, and keep keep in mind, after if this would have went the way I wanted it to, if you kill Abby as Ellie, then go back, find out you have nothing, and then you had the DLC that showed Abby as a human being, that would have had more impact. Because then I'm like, I killed this person. Mm-hmm. Right. This person was an actual human being. A shitty one. A shitty one. A shitty but one. But still human. <laughs> but still had people, still had emotions, still had feelings, thoughts, everything else. Still had a life. I also feel like they tried to make the parallels between Ellie and Abby too too on the nose. Yeah. Like, having two individuals who are pregnant, having two, like... Yeah, two friends that were pregnant, having, like, two people that have suffered some incredible loss, two love triangles. I'm just like, I feel like you're trying way too hard to... That's that's, a pretty good point. I feel like you're trying way too hard to show that, oh, these two people can be exactly alike. It's like... Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean anything to me. Like, right, right. <laughs> it doesn't really, it doesn't really drive home the point, dude. Ellie's cool. Abby's an asshole. But it's like you're forcing them to be relatable. Yeah, you're forcing them to be relatable. It was, it and was very force fed. Right, and I, like I said, I, I still give it a nine out of ten. But there were some things that if I were in charge of, I would definitely have changed. Right. It's but, kind of crazy that you like you never really hear about games that are just like too long. Typically, they're always not right. long enough. You know what I'm saying? Well, mm-hmm. then, there's, kinda... then there's Red Dead. So. <laughs> in another episode in another episode <laughs> we may that, or may not discuss that but that's a game done right <laughs> that <was really laughs> that's a game done right there's nothing wrong with Red Dead Redemption 2 I could ever think of it sounds yeah, like it was... we will be discussing this in oh, another yes. episode Good. it was a perfect um, game but... I was close to the end but I actually never ended up beating the uh, story mode for Red Dead 2? Yeah. Oh, dude. I was, got I was very, very close. Maybe, I know that. Maybe yeah, we'll let to. him do that before we talk about it. I already probably should. It in, so I can't. Oh, you <sighs> fuck. God damn Never it. Never mind. He's going to get spoiled. So, thank you for staying tuned in this special hour-long episode of our Insert Coin to Join podcast. Well, well, thank um, you very much. Any final words? Final thoughts? By the game. Buy the game. Buy yes. the game. We, thank you. Um, I was going to say something quirky, but honestly, just buy the game. Yeah. And play it for yourself. Because it's if honestly If you haven't great. played it and you've made it this far into the podcast, we warned you mm-hmm. that this was a spoiler you zone. Were, you were You were warned. warned. I'll even put it in the title. Um, <laughs> but, even still, go play the game. Yeah. Replay the game. It is... Six more times like I did. It is a phenomenal... Well, the first one, not the second one yet. Heart-wrenching experience. Yeah. Um, so yes, we highly recommend play the game. We leave you with that. And until you hear from us next time, have a great day. Peace.